What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to episode number 28 of the Fanboys Anonymous Group Meeting Podcast. I am your host, Tony Mango, and joining me on the panel tonight, Stephen Wago. Pikachu. Pika. Pikachu. <laughs> God, what if we did that the entire time? Just said our names. Just Tony Mango. Tony. Tony Mango. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, we also have Kaylin Ferris. Pokemon Pocket Monsters. Pokemon are the champions. Yeah. That's all. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> don't recognize that at all. That was and, Digimon. He was taking the piss. Oh, uh, that's why I don't, because fuck Digimon. Uh. Uh, and Angie Williams. Ditto! Ditto Williams. I should have said <laughs> So, if you haven't figured it out by now, uh, we are going to be talking about Pokemon today. You know, because that's what it says in the title and everything. This meeting's officially been called to order, and the reason why we're doing this is because Pokemon's turning 20 years old on the 27th of February, which makes me feel incredibly old. And uh, the other day, I'm going to start this off by saying, I was talking to my niece, I'm watching them, she had on Pokemon in the morning, and I didn't know that they were uh, fans of this at all, my, my nieces and my nephew. So I'm watching this, and, you know, it's got the newer Pokemon on there, and... Uh, she starts saying something about how, you know, it's like something that I used to watch when I was a kid. Cause he had also watched something with the Spider-Man and like the different Marvel characters and something with Transformers too. So it's just like, man, all the shit that I used to watch and stuff when I was a kid, it's still around, which just proves my generation's awesome. But I pointed it out to her that, you know, this is going to turn 20 years old and I'm the same age. Uh, I was the same age when she is now when Pokemon came out. And she just gave me this look of just like, holy shit. <laughs> and I just felt it of just like, God, I'm old. So 20 years old now, lots of things for us to reflect back on. We've I got imagine a... that you picked up a skateboard and like, fucked your knee out later. <laughs> <laughs> Give me That's your toys. Cool. They're mine now. <laughs> Midlife crisis, Tony. I'm right. waiting. I'd go to school instead of, uh, instead of them. You know, why not? But we got a lot of things we're going to reflect on here. We have different age ranges that we are and different experiences that we've gone through for the different Pokemon games and the movies and the anime and all the side things because Pokemon's just all over the place right now. But I want to start this off with something really simple. Starter Pokemon. You got Charmander, Bulbasaur, and Squirtle for the first generation here. Wago, well, who did you pick? Well, technically Pikachu and Eevee, too. No. Well, you couldn't pick no. Eevee. Not for red and blue. Yeah, but for the first generation, yellow's considered the first generation. That's true. Uh, Based off of red and green. Let's put it that way, then. <laughs> Who did you pick, uh, Wego? Were you uh, leading one way or the other, or did you kind of spice it up? So, I never really had a major favorite Pokemon when it came to the original three. I like to cycle them all in and out. But if I had to say there's one that I used the least, it was Bulbasaur. Damn right. I hate I Bulbasaur. It was just Aww. such a, like, it's like, ah, so I wonder what you evolve into. Oh, a bigger Bulbasaur. Oh, <laughs> an even bigger Bulbasaur. <laughs> At least with uh, Squirtle, it's like, oh, now you're a t- giant turtle with a cannon. That's pretty fucking cool. Right? Or, oh, you're not a lizard anymore. You're a dragon. I like that. Um, if I had to pick one just based on some of the things they did with it later, I'd uh, say Charizard's the main man, though. Caelan, what about you? Who did you pick? Well... Typically, in the different generations of games, I tend to go for the water starter. But with the first one, 
red and blue. Well, I had red. I chose based on who I liked best from the anime. And he's the cutest. He's number one. And he is Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur was my starter. I know you guys were just kind of throwing him to the curb there a second ago. He's much more number two. Okay, well, here's the thing. (laughs) Bulbasaur. That's Ivysaur. Yes. (laughs) Bulbasaur is the only Pokemon that's been part of one of our Smart Out moment uh, Smack Talk outros. Yeah, he's got that going for him. Yeah, he's a bitchy little fucker, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I like him, because he's grumpy. I like the grumpy characters. Angie, he's were the- you leaning one way or another with those three? Yes. Fire has always been my favorite element in every single Pokemon game I've ever had and played. I've started with Fire. See, the first game that I ever had was Red, and... When I originally got into Pokemon, I remember the first thing I ever saw Pokemon-related. I was over at a friend of mine's house, and he was playing it, and he had, like, a couple stickers on the wall and whatever, and he was specifically in Lavender Town, and I could just hear, bing, 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 coming from his video game. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you playing? <laughs> this is annoying as shit. And he's like, oh, it's Pokemon. I'm stuck on this thing, and I can't get around I'm this ghost sure and we're gonna. I'm sure we're going to talk about it later, like the whole Lavender Town Syndrome thing, but just to touch on that theme, most goddamn annoying piece of music in any game soundtrack. Damn right. <laughs> and we're going to go deep into some conspiracy theories and different things like that later on for sure. But he was showing me and he's like, you know, I'm trying to catch this ghastly and whatever. And I was just like, this is fucking dumb. What the hell? <laughs> and like two months later or so, here I am at uh, Toys R Us buying Pokemon Red Mm-hmm. And another friend of mine was giving me kind of a breakdown. I'm talking to him on the phone at my house, and I'm like, all right, so what do I do? And he's like, all right, you're going to want to pick Charmander because he's the best. And I'm like, all right, cool. And he's like, you, you you pick out your name, and you do this, you do that, like so on and so forth. So, of course, I went with Ash because, you know, of course. But Charmander was the dude that I started off with, and I stuck with Charmander for the longest time. When I eventually bought Blue, I picked Squirtle. And eventually I was just kind of like, you know what? I never picked Bulbasaur. And as soon as I did, I was just like, I regret this so much. Because <laughs> I looked at it this way. Like, Charmander is the one you have to put a little bit of effort into. And then he pays off. Squirtle's like the middle ground. But Bulbasaur is like the super easy for the first two rounds. Or the first two gym leaders. And then it's pointless. What do you guys think about that? Is Bulbasaur just, like, the easy way out? And then, I mean, I know that you guys like Bulbasaur because he's cute and stuff like that. But, like, at the end of the game, having him be grass and poison, he's weak to, like, everything. I wouldn't say that he's the easy way out. He's not that easy in the beginning because in the beginning, you're facing, what, the first one is Brock, right? Yep. It's Brock. And, and the easy one would be if you had Squirtle. But then it goes Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Charmander. Yeah. But so. Bulbasaur is good for Misty. So was I the only fucker like who played Pokemon Yellow and really got frustrated with the choices at the start? So trained, yes. so trained it up to level twenty and just had Pikachu slam his Onyx. <laughs> no, I didn't play Yellow. I thought it was stupid. Yeah, I didn't play Same Yellow with, either. Oh, I played every single Crystal. time. I was what like, was Yellow? It? What? You have Pikachu following you? Ah, that's I dumb. Crystal was a big improvement on Gold and Silver. I never played Crystal, but I do like Yellow quite a bit. Although I've always been the type that like. In Gen 1, fuck Pikachu. I want a Jolteon. Well, here's the thing. With Generation oh, yeah. 1, uh, if you if you did get yellow, you could put Pikachu in the PC. Yeah. So but I thought he thing... followed you the whole time. No. no, not if you put him in the PC. So 
Well, it may, like, yellow's the ultimate version. You get all three starters. Damn right, yeah. So even if you don't want your Pikachu, just stick them in the PC. Yeah, you gotta put up with them for, like, you know, a couple little things here and there where you need to get certain items because he needs to be happy and shit. So you just give him a couple of protein and he's fine. <laughs> but no, no you I, get the Charmander and Squirtle at that time and you're just like, dude, my team's fucking badass. It's I like, thought it was yeah, sort of cheating. That's it a little cheating. Ex- it was just an extra game to make things easier and just just a little sideline hey, thing. Wasn't that great? Couldn't get a Magma, magma or Electabuzz on yellow. Really? Boom. There you go. That's what you get for playing it. <laughs> then again, though, they kind of suck. You still uh, need them to catch them all. The slogan Magmar, is catch them all. Magma kind of sucks. Electabuzz is pretty red. Yeah, Electabuzz can get <laughs> yeah, pretty good. good. Well, what about the idea of gotta catch them all? I mean, that was something that this is actually marketed as. Like, you, you know, you have to do this as part of the game. But it never ends up being actually some part of the game that you need to do. Even in the first generation, where they had the least amount of Pokemon, you go through all the effort, you uh, go through like these impossible, convoluted scenarios where you have to catch an Abra through, like a, either use a Master Ball, or you gotta be the real quick thing to paralyze it, and you gotta trade certain things over and whatever, you finally get 150 and you go, oh man, I'm so gonna get Mew, and they go, here's a certificate. Thanks. That shit ruined me from being like, you know what? <laughs> Not going to do this ever again. I admit I did do it with gold and silver because I was just like, maybe they learned their lesson this time around. They're actually going to give you Celebi and they didn't. And I'm like, fuck you. No, I was pretty young when um, Pokemon Red and Blue came out. So when I I used to buy the gaming mags and try like all the weird rumors, I faked fucking Lance with Magikarps. I, yeah, like I did the stupidest shit and got nothing for it. And that was back when game rumors were the best, too. Like, if you went to the water at this certain time, you'd find Pika Blue. Or if you did this, <laughs> you could find um, Bill's secret garden at the back of his house. There was so many cool rumors back then. See, I didn't believe any of that shit. No, I didn't either. Well, except when it was actually proven with the one trick with the um, where you could duplicate items. Yeah, that was true for a bit. So I did that. I there. I have a list of conspiracies we're gonna get into. I, okay. I do want to go back to Pika Blue. I do want to go back to Bill's Garden and stuff. But, but yeah, I was born in '91. Red came out in like '96, so I was pretty young. Like ninety ninety seven here, I think. Yeah, ninety six in Japan, ninety seven here, I think. So yeah, I was pretty fucking young. So the rumors were easy for me to buy in. But did you guys go through the effort of catching them all? See that the, the thing was. Um, Kalen's big passion was to battle and like actually like outright beat the game. Mine was to actually search the game and collect everything yep. to get them all. And I have. And see, that's how we work too. We worked in pairs because she had blue, I had red, I had silver, she had gold, and so on and so on. So and we, we would play we, them together. Yeah, we'd play both play both of them, and then the ones that we couldn't get in the different versions, we'd trade over. And so since we were, you know, had the link cable back then when you had to actually physically connect it, you know, to trade uh, to evolve like Gollum and Gengar and guys like that, Machamp, the ones that you would need to trade over to evolve them, we were already set. Yeah. So that's yeah. Actually, Angie did. You got all of them legit all the way through 
what uh, black and white or something? Yeah. Or, yeah. No game chart codes and stuff. Nope. No. Although so you... I did, I did buy an action replay with the Game Boy Color, just so I could hack and get certain items and things like that. I didn't use it to duplicate Pokemon, at least not at that point. Not until I got into my Diamond Pearl Platinum days. Then I was really hacking the shit out of it. But as far as getting guys that I didn't normally get, as far as you know, just saving time, no, I actually went through the effort and I, you know, cut all the legendaries, you know, the legit way. Uh, we got the event ones like Mew, where you'd have to actually go to Toys R Us or GameStop. We got a lot of Mews because of what we did at Toys R Us. So you'd have to go to Toys R Us or GameStop and bring your game, and then they either connect it or you know, after you know, after a while with the newer generations, they had the the Wi-Fi where you could just download it. But before that, we would go to Toys R Us, take our Game Boys, plug them in with a cable, they transfer it over, and that's you know, yep. got them all the hard way. I never went to a single event thing, and I always thought it was kind of dumb. Like, what do I got to show up at your place for you to give me a Mew? I want my fucking Mew, you know? Well, that's your own goddamn fault. That's why you don't have a Mew. <laughs> that's why you had to hack to get it. I hacked that shit. House. I got that through the game shark that my friend had. It was just like, yo, let me borrow that real quick. All right, now I got a Mew. Oh, man, this is going to be awesome. Ah, oh, fuck, it sucks. <laughs> and he's level 100 and shiny, and he knows all the good moves. And uh, he has 31 IVs across the board. Yeah. <laughs> I still have my original Mew. Has never been in a battle, but has stayed with me since Fred. From like 99 or 2000, right? Yeah. yeah. And you never know been what? In a battle? When you finally got Mew, it's such an underwhelming fucking Pokemon. Because it's just like even all the way around. And yeah, that has its positives, but... And it's like got an unlimited move set. But at the same time, it's just kind of, eh, there's better options. It is the cutest, sweetest Pokemon in the world. And I just love how they made him sound in the movie. He's very cute. Yeah, Jirachi's cuter. Togepi. Yeah, I don't know. Togepi, yeah. I... Oh, cute. man, I'd love to put the shit out of Togepi. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, you just watch the fucker go flying and go, Togepi! would be great. <laughs> well, for a while, I mean, it seemed like in Generation 1 that Mew was God, basically. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, well, once you catch oh, God, yeah, you're they, fucking awesome. No, I they always gave got the impression the idea... that like, it was all Pokemon evolved from it, because it was the DNA Pokemon, and there was a whole bunch of other shit. Like, at least that's how the movie portrayed it. Mm-hmm. I sort of got the feeling that Mew was like the protector of nature, and sort of started it. Like, the world of Pokemon. Well, I look at it now that they've introduced, and I don't know if how I'm pronouncing it, which actually we should say that right now. Who knows if we're going to pronounce any of these correctly outside of like the original ones, but is it Arceus or Arceus? I think Ar- it's Arceus. I always thought it was Arceus and still I, and still I, until I heard it on the anime and they said Arceus. Yeah. I heard so Arceus I'm going to go with what the they movie. said on the cartoon on that one. I'm going to go with Arceus. We just called Arc Wars. Yeah. <laughs> but I always thought it was Arceus. But well, I think that, it is Arceus. That they introduced as, like, the actual god. So mm-hmm. that, as soon as that happened, I was just like, okay, well, maybe what we got here is, like, the evolution versus creation thing. Maybe that Arceus thing is supposed to be god, and maybe Mew is sort of, like, the answer to evolution. Like, because um, it kind of looks like a little bit like an embryo. So maybe that's sort of... And it of... knows every single... It, like, it can learn every single move in the game, right. including Softboiled, which was essentially a move just made for Chansey. Right. So, like, maybe that's the type of thing where this god Pokemon created 
like the the land masses and all that stuff. But Mew was the first Pokemon. Created That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. If we're making an analogy, I'd say Arceus. If Arceus is God, then Mew would be like Adam. Is what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, basically. So when you run into all those Zubats in all the caves and you curse the gods, you want to curse both of them because they're both at fault. <laughs> Which that used to piss the shit out of me off. Um, it's called repel. Buy it. Yeah, buy it. <laughs> Max repel. Yeah. Yeah, you run out of it after a while, though. Not if you buy ninety nine of them. Well, you gotta wait until you've got missing no to be able to get that yeah. twenty. But you gotta go through that in the beginning of the uh, story. <laughs> and once you catch, I remember being so excited to catch Zubat too. You know, the first time I'm playing the game, I fucked up that game so much. I taught my Charmander cut, which just ruined it. And I remember using a Master Ball on uh, yeah. Abra because it was just like this is ridiculous, and he's too hard, and he's probably amazing. Ugh. It's not yeah. as bad as when, like, you teach one of your fucking really good Pokemon Flash. Oh, uh, I did that. Like, if I like, if I could, yeah. if adult me met child me playing that game, and I had looked at his one Pokemon, I'd be like, ah, great team. Ah, oh, but this one's retarded. Yeah. I'm like, because <laughs> we didn't have an idea yeah, of what an HM slang was. That's why I didn't bring my uh, Charizard. I didn't bring my original Charizard with me because of the HMs I taught him. Yeah, so who did you guys use as your HM slaves when that was the thing? So I think Bidoof? Or... Oh, well, Bidoof. In, in the second generation. Oh, yeah. Bidoof was second, awesome for that. Bidoof was like fourth generation. Um, his first, second well, generation? What am I thinking of? Uh, Zigzagoon? Zigzagoon was third generation. You're thinking of Centret. Centret and Furret? Maybe. Yep. So first gen, I remember I taught Charmander Cut, and I remember I taught uh, oh wait, no, actually, I had either... Voltorb, Flash, and I don't remember who I used for cut. I think I gave my Clefairy Flash. That or Jigglypuff. It wouldn't have been those because back then you couldn't give it to anyone that wasn't an electric Pokemon. Yeah, really? I think I did my cut for my starter Bulbasaur. Because yeah, I didn't know it's that you couldn't first delete one it. You get and you have yeah. to. I fucking hated it. I wish there was just like yo. Only give this to it if you're okay with it knowing it forever. Why is that still a thing? It's not. It's you not. Can, you can get rid of them. Well, well you the can move get rid deleter. of them, but the, yeah, you the have deleter. to use move deleter now. You can't just delete right. them any time. And the reason for it is, is in case you're ever put in a scenario... Okay, let's say you're in out in a forest, and none of the Pokemon... Like, basically, it wants you to not get trapped in the game. Exactly. You don't want to get but, stuck and glitch the game. Well, couldn't you just reteach something that move? Well, here's the thing. You could always release your Pokemon. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I didn't think about that. In fact, there's a thing, you know, I don't know if it's still in the other games, but in Ruby and Sapphire, if you tried to release your last Pokemon that you had, the new Surf, and you didn't have any other Pokemon that could learn Surf, when you click release, it goes, oh, you're... Your uh, whale lord came back to you. Huh. I never tried, really? I've wow. never put myself in that situation. Yeah, I don't think I've ever released any Pokemon. Yeah, I don't think I ever have either. Oh, I've released a shit ton. I'm like, well, I've, bre- I've breeded you for how many hours? Yeah, you're all wasted. Well, actually, no, I did. Oh. When I went on a, a big old run of just breeding guys for IVs, for good IVs, you know, I'd have dozens of Chimchars or something, and I would take them and... You know, delete the ones that if I didn't want them, then I would just release them. So I guess the that. whole time I'm just imagining my uh, avatar on there, just lobbing fucking 
Pokemon fetuses out of the Pokemon Center. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> Just putting them out of their misery. You guys uh, are horrible. I think that they could get around that by just implementing different kind of moves uh, into the items. Like, have a surfboard. Then you could just use a surfboard. You don't need to teach a Pokemon surf. I feel like, oh, you know what helps get through those trees, kid? A knife. Yeah, a or knife. like a, a pair of uh, like garden shears. You can just use them, and then you can you can still click on it and just use them, just the same same as you use the bike. You know, well, you know, yeah, if you've got a fire po- if you've got a fire Pokemon in your team, it should be able to get rid of a tree. Yeah, burn it down burn real it. quick. Yeah. Or just like anything like that, like uh, if you've got like an electric Pokemon and you don't have the flash light item, just let them use flash. Just make it a TM. Like, well, what the hell? you see some swimmers in the water and you want to electrocute them to death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be awesome if you could do that. Right? I'd love to see that. You just electrocute the water and all of the trainers go down and you just collect all their money at the end. And then then all the dead Pokemon float up. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I've never understood why you can't just go, Zapdos, Thunder, and the water just comes up with a bunch of fainted shit and you just stop throwing balls. (laughs) You're like, oh man, only tentacle. Fuck this. Um... What do you guys think about how repetitive the Pokemon can be? We've gotten to the point now where we're at... What is this? Uh, 722 Pokemon. Now that they just announced whatever the hell this other thing, Magiana or whatever like that the other day. Out of all this, how many more normal flying birds do we need? You know what we don't need any more of? Fighting fire starter Pokemon. Yes. Yeah, that I'm pissed so me off. I'm so glad they changed it up with uh, the psychic type this year. But Or early to catch bugs that turn into butterflies. Yes, and uh, yeah, I get that they evolve at level 10, and it's a quick way to introduce that into the game. But it's Pokemon, everyone fucking knows! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just introduce other types that evolve early, you know? It was nice that they added a new outright type, Fairy. Yeah, they've added Dark and Steel, and now Fairy. And you know what? that's I hated, so good. I hated why they added Fairy. Because when they asked, it was basically, the summary of it was, to nuke dragons. Yeah, the reason. Yeah, but. And here's the thing. Here's the reason I have an issue with that is, that's why dragons were cool. They were that special type that only came towards the end of the game. Not everybody had them. They weren't easy to find. They weren't easy to level. They were special. Now they're just another fucking type. It was bad enough that they were producing too many dragons. Now they just fucking ruined the type altogether. Well, dragon was one that you had to have because dragon was weak to dragon. Yeah. That was so, the only way you could battle dragons. Well, ice also, I believe, was, yeah, ice was. super effective. Yeah, ice beaming fucking Lance's Dragonite is how you won that because he had a times four weakness. Mm-hmm. Which, if anybody's interested, go to fanboysanonymous.com. I went through a whole bunch of different type advantages and tried to explain them and wrote up some other ideas that I had because to me... Some of this shit does not make sense whatsoever. Like, why is dragon weak to dragon, but at the same time you've got, like, in my mind, water should be weak to poison because that gets polluted. I still haven't gone back. We were talking about this a little bit while you were working on the article, but I haven't gone back and read your final article, so I'll have to go back and check that out on fanboysanonymous.com. 
I've got to agree about the poison and water thing, though. I mean, just look at Flint, Michigan. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So timely. Now, I think some of the changes that I had made, which uh, I'm not going to read them all because obviously people can go ahead and do that. Uh, fairy and steel, I incorporated in a lot of different ways because I look at fairy type as sort of the opposite of dark. It's sort of like the light type that a lot of people were thinking that we were going to have. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense, you know, that we have like fairy can beat, say, I don't know, uh, dragon. Okay, sure. But shouldn't steel be able to beat dragon too? Because if it's all about mythology, a steel sword is the thing that always kills the dragon. Yeah, but technically no, dragon fire would melt steel too. The yeah, that's, what I, that's why I thought steel was weak to dragon. It depends if you're talking. It depends if it's a, one of those bitch dragons or like a real dragon from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the bitch dragon type. The bitch dragons. But there's a lot of different things. Like, why do we have uh, bug is weak to certain things, and why is that not super effective against another couple things? And I think I added quite a bit to fighting because it made sense to me. Like, fighting should be able to beat fairy because it's like, well, the big tough thing beating up the little wimpy thing. Do you understand why they did bug for why psychics weak against bug though? Because I've got a theory for that. Fear against bugs? No, it's parasites feeding on the brain. Psychic. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the only thing. That's the only thing I could come up with it uh, with for it. So now, poison apparently isn't super effective against bug anymore, but it makes sense that it should be because of like bug spray. Yeah, that's uh, kind of dumb actually. But so many poisons come from bugs. Oh, that is true. That's what I, yeah, that's what I thought. The whole thing's fucking crazy. (laughs) But, yeah, the thing is, the whole time I've been playing in this world and just video games in general, they made the game, and it doesn't matter if it makes sense or not, that's the game. Although, it's so much better, I think, now in a couple different ways compared to what it used to be. Some ways, I mean, like, I've lost track of how much this shit is nowadays I haven't played a Pokemon game in a while, but there's too many Pokemon, and then there's the breeding the IVs and EVs, and we're not even talking about the EVs, but that stuff gets confusing to me, and I've lost track of it, but it's so much better to know that there's something like a fairy type to balance it out, because if you look at Gen 1, all you needed was Mewtwo, and you could beat everybody. So you just needed Psychic on that game, and you won. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was Psychic. Realized. Because they were like, well, we'll do a ghost type. That'll be super effective against it. But the ghost types are also poison and weak. <laughs> it's like, what? You know what? It actually makes sense, though, that there's, um, for some of these types to now affect Pokemon differently. Because I don't know if you've seen it, but fans uh, have the theory that the games are set in two different universes. A yeah, universe there's... without Mega Evolution and a universe with Mega Evolution. The universe with Mega Evolution would have all these type changes from the get-go. Yeah, the difference between that ultimate weapon thing or something. Mm-hmm. Genesect is that the one you're talking about, or no? It's um, no. some kind of like portal that'll destroy the earth. Oh, okay. No, I got you. I got you. Yeah. And then Hoopa is supposed to be like the uh, thing that bridges the gap, right? It's like can go into different pocket dimensions. It's like some kind of genie, I think. I don't know too much about that. Leave it in the comments below. Tell us what the hell is is supposed to be. What's its name? Hoopa. I think. Hulu? Not Hulu. <laughs> I don't I, I don't remember. I don't remember the name. Yeah, alright, I'm looking it up right now. H-O-O-P-A, Hoopa. It's a psychic and ghost, or a psychic and dark, because now the mega evolutions and stuff. By the way, what do you guys think about mega evolutions? Oh, I, I don't know a lot of the new ones. Just in theory, I'm not 
too into it because I'd rather some things actually evolve. Like, it bugs the shit out of me if I see something that is just, like, it, it's, it evolves once. And I'm like, no, you got to do three of them. Like, Here's the uh, thing. I I love Mega Revolutions when it betters a Pokemon that never had an evolution or had a inferior evolution. Don't Mega Evolve Tyranitar. It's a fucking Tyranitar. What do you need to do differently mm-hmm. to it? Tyranitar awesome. Why are you going to evolve Salamence again? It's already a beast. Stop. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Mega Evolution yeah, thing. Yeah, and I... it only lasts while you're in battle. I think it was just something added to bring a little, you know, attention to the new game. I think it overcomplicates yeah. it. They just needed a new gimmick. Basically. Yeah, they needed a new gimmick. one issue I had. Charizard and Gyarados finally got to be dragons like they deserve. Yes. I thought Gyarados was dark with Mega Evolution. Oh, really? I thought it was... He dragon. looks really cool. I don't remember if a type change happens, but... He looks really cool. Because water flying is so dumb. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Water dark. God damn it. Yeah, that's just wrong. That's the kind of stuff that, like... I don't know if like a if a Pokemon doesn't have its third evolution, I don't think a Mega Evolution makes sense unless it's a legendary. Like Mega Mewtwo, okay, sure. Mega Charizard, cool. But something like a Tauros, it's like, well, that has like it should have a baby Tauros version and then a whatever the next step after Tauros. So I don't want to see a Mega Tauros in the future. Like, no, you still have two more spots left. Don't you fucking jip out on them, you know? Don't yeah. do Mega Lapras if you can't do a Baby Lapras and a Lapras something else or whatever. Do Mega... I don't know. No, it was just something for the battles. Yeah. Like, do Mega Dragonite. That'll make sense to me. Oh, I bet you'd look cute. <laughs> you know who's a badass? Mega Absol. What is that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love how he The looks. white dog looking yeah, thing. Yeah, dog yeah. with the... It's a goat and it's... It's a goat. Yeah, there you go. It's a goat? Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like, like a goat. No. goat. <laughs> oh, God, no. I like that little guy. Sheep goat. Uh, let's see. what You know, we just talked a little bit about different types and stuff like that. What do you guys think about the evolutions? Now, I know that Wego's got a favorite with Vaporeon. Vaporeon's my favorite Pokemon. Vaporeon is God. He's also an asshole. He is very much an asshole. <laughs> Jolteon's my favorite out of the bunch. Caitlin and Angie, you have a favorite? Yes, I have to agree with you, Tony. Jolteon is my favorite. He was one of my big battlers because I bred teams to to be very competitive in battling as far as IV training and EV training. And Jolteon was my go-to electric guy. He was often my opener. I had him because he was super fast, super strong. He had great moves. And so Jolteon, in my opinion, is the best. I got so annoyed when I ended up getting Flareon, because he sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just thinking to myself, I, I picked Flareon after I got Pokemon Blue, because I was like, well, I'll pick Squirtle, and then I'll get Flareon. That'll be my balance out. And I was just like, oh, he'll be like so cool, because, you know, the fire Eevee type, the, the shit. And just didn't pan out. And I was so- disappointed with... Uh, uh, what's the name of the psychic one? Espeon um, is actually Espeon. really Espeon. good. Espeon and Umbreon, I think, could have been cooler. Umbreon mm. was really useful during Generation 3, but after that, he's kind of become useless. Yeah. 
Yeah, but Jolteon was usually in my party, and he was usually my lead Pokemon. Because, Even now, Jolteon, I think, is the most valuable. Because he's just so fast and so powerful that you could basically just go into a battle, hit him once, be done, and go on. So, You see, the reason Vaporeon's got a special place in my heart is it was the first Pokemon I ever got to a level 100. And that thing was so, like, evil in the original games. You just give it fucking Aurora Beam or Ice Beam, and it just tore through everything. Surf and Ice Beam. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. just, it was unstoppable. And then it kind of got forgotten about in the few generations afterwards as far as, like, competitive battling went. Then they gave it Hydration. And since then, Vaporeon has been awesome in a Rain Dance team. It literally, as long as it's raining, it, lo- like, heals itself of any status ailments. Mm-hmm. So you just use Rest, get 100% health, and then it'll awake again. Hmm. Now, Vaporeon, uh, probably I would consider the best out of the ones that I've used. Glaceon, I think is the name of the ice one. Yep. That one That's looks my cool. favorite one just because of looks and I'm a girl and I think he's cute. Cool. And yeah. He does look cool. Glaceon's my favorite. Leafeon's kind of weird. Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't gotten the rest of them, though. Okay, was anyone pissed off when Leafeon evolved via the Moss Rock when you've got something called... A the leaf stone. Leaf stone. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I forgot about that. I did not need to remember that one. Yeah, and why hasn't the moonstone evolved any of them? Umbreon would have been perfect. Yep. Or like moonstone the, uh... was for Clefairy, right? Yeah, the Clefairy, Clefable, Nido, Reno, and Nido Reno. Oh yep, yeah. And Jigglypuff, right? Yep. Oh yep. It's like, why not do that? And why not um, use the Sunstone for another one? And where's our fighting evolution? And where's Shit, our... you could have used the Sunstone on fucking Leafeon as well. That was two options. Yeah. Doesn't Umbreon legitimately have a moon on it somewhere? Mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> fucking, why? Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> just change it. Yeah, because it's not like you can't change things in the future and retcon things. I mean, we look, now we've got the fairy type certain Pokemon aren't the type that they used to be at all. And we've got moves that have changed and we've got, uh, TMs went from being one use only to being, you can use it as many times as you want. So if they've changed things over the years, why not change that? Like now you've gotten to a point where you can retcon things and people buy into retconning a lot more than they used to back in the day. It's like a, a popular thing in pop culture. You can replace a character in a movie and people would be like, Oh, kind of like how bomb does it. Or if you want to do a different version of Batman, you're like, all right, well, now this is a new version of Batman. Instead of 30 years ago where people would be like, what? Two Batmans? My fucking head's exploding. I think it'd be valuable if they did that because they are constantly getting a new generation of kids yeah. to play it. That's why it hasn't died. They are tweaking and you know adding new things to the game as they come out. But yeah, they could easily... You know, change what made, you have to do for a character. It would have made more sense just to give Espeon the Sunstone because it evolves in daytime, Umbreon the Moonstone because it evolves at night, gave the Leafstone to Leafeon, then for you could have made a new stone called the Ice Stone for Glaceon, and yeah. problem fucking solved. And then make a Fairy Stone. Just keep it consistent. So much unnecessary bullshit. Or you could do, like, if you don't want to just use a stone for everything... Maybe if you want the fighting type one, you give it some kind of an item and it levels up to a certain thing at that point. Like, make that like the 
I don't know what it would be like. Like the macho brace thing? Yeah, the macho whatever. brace. I was trying to ah, think fighting. of. Fighting. There were a, a few fighting. fighting. Whack. Yeah, like, it's like you gotta put the weight down on it, and it trudges through, and it becomes real tough, and then you can get your fighty on, or whatever the fuck you would call it. I don't know what fighty you would call on. it. Punchy on. <laughs> yeah, punchy on. <laughs> Speaking of uh, bringing in some kids, new generations and stuff, Drew, what's going on, man? Uh, you know, just getting home from work, uh, just got this large pizza next to me gonna chow down what kind of pizza uh sausage mushroom and onions you should yeah. have had some of those jelly donuts from the anime <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you know jelly donuts you know what's really shitty i sur- like they looked so good in the tv show just because at brock loves them ash loves them, everyone loves them so i was always like man whenever i go to like a donut shop I just always assumed that they'd have this, that this was an actual thing. <laughs> obviously, I don't even know what those are in Japan, but you got, they're not jelly donuts, obviously. But, man. Rice I balls. Always, rice balls. That, that's boring. They should be jelly donuts. They look amazing. I don't know what the black shit on them is, but it looks amazing. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about some different things here and there. I'm going to give Drew a chance to catch up to us. Drew, your starter Pokemon, did you have, like, a go-to pick between Squirtle, uh, Charmander, and Bulbasaur? The, the one that I had, the first Pokemon game I ever had was Yellow, so I always had the Pikachu. And and if I ever had my choice between the four, that's the one that I always went with because that's what Ash started out with. So I always try, kind of translated my story into Ash. But if I had my choice between the three, it it was always a toss-up between Charmander and Squirtle. Yes. And so I tra- I hate Bulbasaur. I, I judge people. <laughs> oh, hey. I judge people. I'm just kidding. And not that deep. I usually make fun of people who choose Bulbasaur. But if I had my choice, the only good thing about Bulbasaur is the angry Bul- Bulbasaur thing that we do now. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only useful thing that's coming out of that. But I, like Charmander and Squirtle, they had their each had their own perk. Usually if you go up against Brock, it really depends on how much I really want to try to beat him in the beginning. So if I really want to get that done quick, I just pick Squirtle. See, the trick with Brock wasn't who you had as much as how many Pokemon you had. Because if you got somebody like uh, Nidoran and he got stuck in rap, you're fucked. Well, oh, you I... know, you could just teach Nidoran low kick because it learns it right at the start of the game. Mm-hmm. Or catch a Mankey. It wasn't that hard. You couldn't get Mankey before... Uh... You could get Mankey before Brock. On Pokemon Red. You could? Yep, it's in the uh, patch of grass uh, right by the Indigo Plateau before you hit Viridian Forest. Fuck, uh, really? Why? Oh my, so, my first story, the first main thing I remember about Pokemon Yellow was that it took me forever to beat Brock in the beginning just because you have Pikachu and Pidgey and Caterpie, and that's a very terrible like combo to go at him with because pretty much Pikachu is useless. The first time I beat him, it was on my Game Boy Color. I got so excited. The kid next to me, we, we were just like trying to beat this for like an, like five hours straight, and I finally do it, and we're jumping around. I, there's no battery I like, cover on the back of my Game Boy, so oh. it accidentally falls out of my hand. Oh. It drops, oh. and it, it, the batteries fell out. I That was the only time I've cried because of Pokemon other <laughs> than the first Pokemon movie. I was so upset. That was the worst thing I have thing cried over a Pokemon game because I was... Oh, never mind. No. I never cried over any of the games when I was a kid, but I did get really frustrated to where the, I would be like, okay, I'm going to start, like, shaking with anger. I need to put this down and do something else. <laughs> where you're trying to, like, catch a Mewtwo or something, and you're, you've used a hundred Ultra Balls, and you're like, that fucker has, like, five HP left, mm-hmm. and he's paralyzed. 
what do I have to do? So you just go, you know what? Fuck it. I've already saved before I even tried it. I'm going to shut the game off, walk away, catch my breath, come back a little bit later on. Have you ever had that, though, where you threw everything at him and all you have left is, like, a Pokeball and you throw it and that's what catches him? Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> and you're I like, don't even know if I should be mad or happy. You're like, I don't even that, want That's happened anymore. to me before. At that point, you're just kind of like, but it's... Uh, 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 <laughs> just like... You wasted oh, all man. the good shit and the simple thing ends up catching it. That's like the biggest middle finger, I believe. Nothing else could top that. Well, they got really confusing when they started adding different types of balls in the second generation. And then it was like, well, if you use a dusk ball or a net ball or whatever, and I was just kind of like, I'm not going to use any of these except for a quick ball. Fuck that. All of it's better than the goddamn safari balls, though. That safari zone used to piss me off so much. Eh, it really depends. Sometimes it's a lot easier. I went there to get what I had to get, and then I left. Fuck Safari Zone. We're not going to talk about all that much, but that does bring up somebody that was in the Safari Zone, Kangaskhan or Kangaskhan. Is it Kangaskhan or Kangaskhan? Khan. It's like Genghis. Khan. All right, I thought so. I thought it was Kangaskhan, but I don't know. Maybe Kangaskhan. But uh, there are a lot of rumors and theories and conspiracies and all that to go around with a lot of things with Pokemon. We're going to touch on some of them right now, and I wanted to bring this one up first because this is the first one that I had come across that really started making me think that maybe there was something to, like, the deleted side of things that should have been added in retrospectively and whatever. Marowak. Marowak, yeah. What do you guys think about this? Is it something that holds, like, credibility for you guys? Because if you look at the baby Kangaskhan, it's the same exact model as the Cubone. It does look very similar. I know when, when people started pointing that one out, I thought... There's credibility here. It looks very much like it. It makes sense. And it's like you don't have any real rationalization that I've come across at the very least for if Marowak dies and that's the Cubone skull or whatever like that, what happens if Marowak doesn't die? Shouldn't it just become Kangaskhan? No idea. Like that's a crazy kind of thing. Because there's no actual evolution to Kangaskhan, I've always just considered this very void. Even if, like, even for a deleted thing, I think it was just more coincidental than it was anything else. I always liked this uh, theory because if you look at the models, it is kind of cool and kind of similar, but I think it was more coincidental. Well, one of the things that got people really interested in this was how there's a connection between Kangaskhan and Missing No. Yeah, Missing No is all over the fucking place. First question I have for you guys, though. Should Missing No ever become a real Pokemon? They had a chance, I think, to do that, and they didn't take it. Um, the Pokemon that controls uh, their vests, their version of Hell, uh, what is it? It begins with the G. It uh, was in the same set as Palkia and Dialga. Uh, I think. Yeah, that was it. Oh, uh, yeah. That the Distortion World is essentially the Pokemon version of Hell. So if he was going to do it, I say you should have done it with Missigno because who better to rule, uh, rule something called the Distortion World? See, I would kind of go hey. more for if the whole idea with Pokemon is that you could put them in a PC and you can like transfer their energy into the Pokeball and all that. Missigno could be sort of the glitch Pokemon where it's like whatever, uh, you know, like they, they do like, I think it's like Sableye or whatever like that. There's um, mm-hmm. different Pokemon where it's like, here, this one's a doll that became a Pokemon, and this one is a, a dead human that somehow turned into a Pokemon with a mask or whatever. Why not make that 
the Pokemon that got fucked up in the transfer file. That's what I always thought it was or should be like, considered. Like the anti-Porygon? Like yeah, okay. Yeah, that he is actually some kind of computer glitch or when Pokemon get lost in the PC. Mm-hmm. Make it like ghost and electric type or something. Hmm. Or even just I don't want another Rotom. Rotom sucks. <laughs> yeah. It does suck, but it's cute. Ghost normal. That would be something weird. But then they had the Pokerus, which kind of made you think there was even something more attached to this. You're giving yourself a little virus that you can pass between things here and there. And I don't know. I mean, that that, that was interesting and it was helpful if you used yeah. it, right? Oh, very helpful. I always thought that that was some sort of reference to missing, though. Might not be. But the idea that you could glitch the hell out of your Pokemon in the first gen and then in the second one, it's like, oh, there we came across this kind of weird virus and whatever. It's like, oh, is it a computer virus? Ah? Ah. Mm-hmm. See what you're doing, Game Freak? I always love missing though though. That code was fucking awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's finding missing though. I never tried to catch him though, because I always heard it glitched your game and I yeah. figured Found it, him wasn't, never caught him. it wasn't worth trying it because I put in you so should. many hours. Apparently it fucked your uh, Hall of Fame data. Yeah. yeah, I never did that. I caught that fucker immediately. I thought I was coming I... across the rarest legendary possible and you know, that it was going to be some kind of weird way to open up the, like, other worlds and stuff, because you could see different areas that you couldn't reach. And I was like, well, maybe this missing though mm-hmm. thing is, like, you can glitch through it or something. Like, I don't know. I, I... <laughs> And then you catch it in its bird type, and you're like, well, wait, I thought we had a flying type. Why is it bird? And apparently the reason why missing though exists now is essentially tied to the Pokemon that were in Generation 2 that were originally scheduled to be in the first one. Ho-Oh is probably the biggest reason for it. Because actually, if you go through the list of what they programmed into the game, uh, the Tyranitar line and Ho-Oh and like a, a couple other ones, there's like a good like 10 of them or so, were originally scheduled to be in the first game. Well, do you remember what one of the first episodes... Yeah, I think when the very Ash first episode. What, yeah. what he sees? He sees Ho-Ho in the sky, right? Yeah. A very and... poorly designed and animated Ho-Ho with no actual features. Yeah. Yeah. And but one left, color. But left a rainbow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And at that time, it was just like, what the fuck is this? Oh my god. That always made me so mad that it Ho-Ho didn't appear until so much Yeah, later. you had to wait so long. What annoys me is that Ash and Ho-Ho haven't actually really had much else to do with each other i know he's seen it a couple more times but you'd think at some point well one thing that also bugged me was uh angie had a poster on her wall of all the 151 poster or 150 you know mew was not on there i believe i have no idea but and so we're watching the cartoon and i was talking about togepi and i was like wait where where the hell is togepi because he was in the cartoon way before he ever appeared in a game so I was like, he has to be in the 150. He's a Pokemon, so I'm looking for it. Nope. And then eventually he was introduced in the second generation. Yeah, because Togepi was one of the ones that was a really early on design, but I think probably the biggest one that got a lot of attention from people was Meryl, which everybody thought it was Pika Blue. Mm-hmm. And the amount of shit that you would come across where it was like, this is how you catch Pika Blue was fucking insane. It was like, you go to... Uh, this one section of Cinnabar and you're using this one set of Pokemon that have these moves that you've beaten the elite 400 times. And 
then you can use this hop move to hop over the barricade to get to the water on the other side. And then uh, there was the Bill's Garden thing with the pogey gods that you can go to the think the section behind Bill's house and you can catch Mew and you can catch Pika Blue and Pika Flare and all this other kind of shit like that. I didn't believe a goddamn one of those. I believed but every I, one I of always, those. I, was I always thought Meryl was just a water version of what Pikachu is. And see, I, I knew he wasn't going to be Pika Blue because, and, and same thing with the unknowns, like certain things, because certain shops in my town would have the Japanese playing cards Mm -hmm. and so you know before we ever got the american translation of video games we'll get the japanese versions of the playing cards and since i know a little bit of katakana i could read some of the you know hiragana katakana i could read some of the type on there so you know people would have before the second generation came out they'd have this pika blue card and i'd look at it and i was like oh no it says mariru his name is mariru like which eventually became meryl so I was like, it's not Pika Blue, guys. Come on. He's not related to Pikachu. And same thing with the unknowns, uh, the cards for that. It's translated, it says, ah, no, un. And people would read it in the Rom- uh, Roma-sized. It was anun. I was like, it's not anun. It's unknown, guys. Come on. Yeah. So some of the, the hints, or not hints, but the conspiracy about the new ones coming up, one of the reasons I didn't buy into them is because I was seeing some of these Japanese cards. And I never got yeah. any of that. So to me, it was just like, Pika Blue's real. <laughs> I fucking saw him. <laughs> and we were older than you. That's true. Yeah, see, I yeah, I was, <laughs> when I first started playing, I was in college when it when it first came out. And I was susceptible so. to all the playground re- rumors and stuff where it was like, mm-hmm. yeah. no, no, see, I caught Pika Blue, but it's on my other game and I can't bring it into school because my cousin's got and, it. He borrowed it. <laughs> and my uncle works for Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. And... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, my, my uncle is actually Bill Nintendo. So. I had just gotten out of high school. Yeah. I don't remember. So that was that was one thing because I didn't really know anybody else my age who was we, playing it. Just uh my cousin Noel. Yeah. He's the one well who he was he was us. what he was, I don't know, fifteen or something. He's so four... he was so he was a little bit younger. He was in high school. No, he's four years younger than me, so yeah. he so probably he was, was either in, in so anyways, ninth grade. We would go, and one of the things is, in order to play and trade, we would go to the stores. And so I would go and play against people, and Angie was there with me, so I wasn't you as bullied, much of a creep. bullied kids into playing them. <laughs> right, you lost of... your Pokemon. It's like, how old are you? And it's like, hey, I'm a Pokemon master. You leave me the fuck alone. Well, no, when we would when we would go to Toys R Us for the card games and stuff and to play, uh, we became friends with the woman who was running it, and we became like the Pokemon leaders. Mm. Yep, we became gym leaders. I used to so screw was... them over at that card game so much. <laughs> no, I never, you know, ran anything unfairly. But since I was so much older and smarter and I, I knew how to use strategy, I just build the best decks and I just smoke everybody. There was you only would... one guy there who was good and he was like 16. So other than him. And like, every the... now and then we'll still run into him. Yep. Now, I used to like just go up to people and be like, hey, if you get two points for winning and one point for losing, I'll work a deal with you. How about we just say that we had three matches? You won one of them, I won one of them. Like, to do that kind of thing and be like, yeah, yeah we just <laughs> did like three of these right now. So I would get patches like so quick and shit. And a friend of mine, the one who was the one walking me through Pokemon Red, Aug, 
he was such a uh, jerk when it came to that stuff. He would go to like the big meetups where people would trade, and mm-hmm. he would take those fake sticker things that you would get in like the twenty five cent machines. Oh yeah, and he would go up to like the most gullible kids, and he'd be like, "Now this is one of those super shinies." <laughs> <laughs> and he'd trade him oh, one of the fucking stickers on top of like the like a uh, I don't know like a water energy card or something like that for like mm-hmm. a fucking Moltres or whatever. Oh, that's horrible! And he would just be like, "Don't say anything." And I'm like, "I'm not gonna fucking say anything. You you owe me no, a see, couple things in return." You know? No, legitimately playing, we got everything we did and officially got the first and second generation of badges. Yep. And as if you know, as far as talking about cards, I don't know. We kind of went off on a tangent of cards here, but I collected the first couple of sets. Mm-hmm. We got the you know, first legitimately, sets. you know, base, jungle, jungle fossil. fossil, team rocket, uh, and to me, you know, because I didn't have to scam people out because I was an adult. I had a job. I was going to school <laughs> at the same time, but I had money. So instead of going and buying packs, I would go to the store and I'd buy an entire sealed box. Hmm. Yep. So, That's you know, what we did. <laughs> I, we had a you know, lot I, of I dropped 70 to 100 bucks. I mean, I just, you know, as soon as the new set came out, I'd go and buy a whole complete box and then just have to get a couple little pieces to complete it. Yeah. Uh, so I had to go through all the effort of trading people. <laughs> and I had the, uh, there was a shop around me that used to do a deal where if you had like a spare holographic one and you kind of were just like, I don't really want this anymore, you could either sell it to the guy because he would get some money back or you could trade that in for a couple packs. See, mm. the, the weird thing was when I, I when I didn't start collecting the cards or anything until I was like five or six, seven. So it was like 2001, 2002-ish. And by that point, we're on to pass the first generation, which is really the only important one for the most part. Uh, really, no one was doing Pokemon at that point. It was really Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And I felt weird bringing Pokemon cards to school. Like, hey, look what I got. And everyone's like, hey, look. This is Exodia. Fuck you, Drew. And I was like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Fuck me. Fuck you. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! Said, got pretty popular. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! got popular a couple it, years later. See, that that was weird to me. And then I started getting the Yu-Gi-Oh! cards, and by the time I got the Yu-Gi-Oh! cards, I didn't know how to play Yu-Gi-Oh! I just had the fucking cards. I was like, oh, yeah, see? I, I just I got that zombie I warrior were, card. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> see, with Yu-Gi-Oh! I thought it was exactly what it was like on TV, where it was nothing like the actual card game. They're just like, oh, ho, ho. There's no... I, It's because you have to have, like, a four-star card on the playing field before you get a six-star uh, card out. And, and the TV show, it says, fuck that. I'm going to play my mm-hmm. Blue-Eyes White Dragon for no fucking reason. And then at one point, I'm pretty sure Yu-Gi-Oh! was like, huh. That's against the rules, and he's like, Kaiba's just like, yeah, fuck the rules. <laughs> it's a it's a complex game. Oh no, I I mean I played it since then. It's not too bad, but it was just weird. I never got into the cards as much. I've collected them. I've never actually attempted to learn how to play Pokemon, the actual card game. Just just because everyone who did play Pokemon, they just played the just the video game version of yeah. it. And by the time I was in was fifth fun. and sixth grade, I didn't ride a bus when I was in elementary school because I lived, I, I could ride my bike to school and it was close enough that they didn't take a bus through my neighborhood because it was really close. It wasn't until I was in middle school when I rode a bus. And by that point, everyone, the DSs were popular. So everyone like did the Wi-Fi link up to mm-hmm. play either Pokemon or Mario Kart on the bus. And I felt left out at that point. You missed out on really having shitty. to bring that purple link cable into the classroom. Yeah. And hook uh, it up to uh, your giant brick Game Boy and everything. Sh- 
So that, I, I have a, a quick story to tell about cards, you know, before we get off the topic of cards. When I was collecting them, sometimes I would buy a sealed box, but sometimes I didn't. And <laughs> That was a quick story. <laughs> I, well, no. Sometimes I would buy individual packs, but what I did when I bought individual packs was I was a smart consumer. And when I was able to get away with this, I have I had a little handheld scale, which I used for um, oh, other, other things. Yeah a little handheld scale, and I would take that to the store, and it was pretty accurate, just a little handheld scale, and I would take the packs, and I'd clip them to it, and I'd weigh the different packs of Pokemon cards because the ones with the foil, the holograms, weighed just a little bit more. So I would separate them out into piles, heavy and light, and then I'd buy all the heavy ones, and I'd leave all the light ones in the store (laughs) for the little kids to buy. For all the kids to buy, get disappointed. Like, you just keep talking and talking and talking, and I'm like, so this is how all these things in your childhood are ruined. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Wigo, were you uh, into adult, the cards? Like, adults ruin everything, don't they? Were you into the cards, oh, You would have done the same thing if you would have thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Were you into the cards? Um, I wasn't into playing the game, card game, but I was into collecting them. I don't give a fuck anyway. All you have to do is, like, have a Charizard card. I was like, oh, he's got Charizard. <laughs> I traded so much extra bullshit to a friend of mine to get those cards. It was like, uh, you know, like an old handheld basketball game thing and whatever, like stupid shit. <laughs> uh, I think I had a book of insults, like fake little kid insults, you know, like your mama jokes and whatever. And I was like, I traded yeah, this too. And he was just, <laughs> it was like the stupidest shit. And he was just kind of like, oh, I'm getting all this crap for this po- uh, one card. And I'm like, yeah, this card's worth like 200 bucks. <laughs> I, I remember I traded someone a convenience card to a gas to one of my family's gas stations to get some like <laughs> secret rare Charizard card. I don't have it anymore. I gave it to my cousin. It's kind of like the uh, uncle who works at Nintendo's. That's how I have the Pokeblue thing. But at the same time, it was it was uh, that was like the, my one good thing I've ever done. So I I, I, I bet this that my cousin since he he has a mental disability, he might have like lost it as soon as he got it, knowing him because he's in kind of dumb but <laughs> trying to put it nicely he's not the brightest tool in the toolbox but he's a nice kid <laughs> <laughs> oh, the brightest nice tool in the metaphor there <laughs> hey could you uh, put a note to make that an audio <laughs> well let's go back to some of the other conspiracy theories and stuff uh the other huge huge one is mew now we had lots of different ways that we could actually catch Mew in the game that were all glitching it out or using Game Shark or whatever like that. But the one that everybody always passed around was that that truck in the SSAN. Mm-hmm. God damn it, man! I remember spending so much time trying to figure out how to get to that truck, and apparently and in it's the so remake, demoralizing when you get to it though, and you try to click on it and nothing happens. Right, because mm-hmm. the amount of bullshit you have to do to get Surf before you go on the SSAN. Yep. And strength, because it was like, well, if you use strength for it. Mm-hmm. So, like, you essentially had to skip Lieutenant Surge and several other things. Surf and get a certain Pokemon traded. It was awkward as fuck. And it was for nothing. Now, in future versions, I think it was the Fire and uh, Red, the... Or, no, Fire and Red. Fire Red and uh, Leaf Green. They put the Lava Cookie underneath there, just as, like, a fuck you to all those people. <laughs> But that Mew trick with that truck, because you can't do a game where, like, every little inch is something weird. You know, you talk to every character, and you can go back and things can change or whatever, and have a truck that you can't reach. Because at that point, you're just like, well, 
why would they put the truck there? What's the truck do? The truck's got to do something. Like, <laughs> drove me nuts. And I remember being so pissed. Oh, did you ever hear about the rumor that you could get keys to the truck if you traded a level 100 Nido King with one of the rockets in Celadon City? No. no. That sounds Not familiar. I'm glad I was in high school. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that sounds so familiar. I probably tried it. That's what's so sad oh, about it. Oh, man. I am so glad I wasn't in grade school. Well, hopefully you guys were you saving your game before you did this stupid shit. No. And so that way you know. <laughs> no, because why would I save my game? I'm going to catch Mew. It's going to be fucking awesome, you know? And then I'm going to use Mew to get away. Then I'll save <laughs> One, another, I don't know if this is on your list of conspiracies or, or glitch topics or whatever you want to call it. The Caterpie Butterfree Venonat Venomon. Oh, yeah, that definitely is. Because that, that's got to be true. I buy into that one. Um, Venomoth has the same mouth and the same eyes as Butterfree, like just mm-hmm. a little different. And Venomoth just makes all the more sense. It has with... to be true. How did they screw that one up? I think they screwed it up just the same as they screwed up some of the naming of some of the other things. Like, why is uh, the Gold Duck Psyduck instead of Gold Duck? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those two yeah. should be separate. Never thought about that. Yeah. So like that gets screwed up, and that's like, oh come on, you just translated something wrong. Admit it, and if you need to change it in the future, go ahead and change it and stuff. But that's definitely got to be one. Uh, there was one I came across the other day though, uh, when I was doing research for some of this that I never came across beforehand, and that's Voltorb is a possessed Pokeball uh, from Haunter because they have the same eyes. Which was that one I don't buy into at all. No. I think it's I, I think it's a I think it's a cute like little rumor to start, but it's not like anything. That, yeah, that's one I don't believe in, even though it's they do have the same eyes. But on a similar token, Gengar being Clefairy's shadow, that I do. Yes, because it made neither of them can hurt each other with their base move type. Yep. Ghost can't hurt normal, normal can't hurt ghost. They have a similar body shape. They it's... have a very similar body shape. Mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense to me. Then there's the Ditto as a failed experiment of Mew. That this one, I think, that. has more weight to it than any other theory out there. They're sh- so, for starters, Ditto originally only appeared in places where Mewtwo was, or had been. Which was the mansion that had burnt down, because that's where Mewtwo was created. And in the unknown dungeon where Mewtwo went. Ditto can evolve into any Pokemon. Mew can learn any Pokemon's move. They both have even base stats. They both have the same shiny color. It all adds up. Yeah, the same weight too, I think, right? If it... It probably is, you know. It just makes sense. I mean... Hmm. I always thought that as soon as I heard it. We can't know it's true because no one will say anything. Plus, Mewtwo is like the best and Ditto is the shit. So, of course, Ditto's <laughs> got to be like a, a cousin because Ditto's awesome. Fucking love Ditto. Ditto I basically just use for breeding. I just yeah. made him my sex slave. <laughs> well, for the, for the other Pokemon. That's why it's always smiling. Have, you, you always called him your sex slave. Yes, <laughs> I have did. a Ditto hat. Cool. <laughs> it's like I how you said that. I have a Ditto hat. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys Why think about the idea that Blue's Raticate or Gary's Raticate or whatever it is dies? No, I think that's just a coincidence of storytelling. Yeah, it was just storytelling. 
There's a lot of weird stuff in Lavender Town, though. That annoying ass mm-hmm. music. The uh, fact that you can apparently see ghosts. You see, people base that theory on the fact that Gary was all, well, Blue was in the uh, Lavender Town ca- Tower. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, he's visiting his Radicate that isn't on his team anymore. Well, I always took that as he's always one step ahead of you through the entire game. He's just there before you. Yep. Because mm-hmm. Ash is a loser. <laughs> yeah. Gary Oak's the fucking shit. Gary Oak and Ditto. Yeah. They should be a team. <laughs> yes. Gary knew how good he was. There's another big theory about the war, which the more that I get into it, the more I believe. You got Lieutenant Surge, obviously well, a war in some no, capacity. There's no way there wasn't war. I mean, there's a lieutenant. Right. But that's like, maybe that's the reason why certain things are the way that they are in the games, you know? Like uh, the construction site, maybe that got torn down from some kind of war. The split between Kanto and Johto, maybe that's why Indigo Plateau is in the center of the two. Maybe it's kind of like North and South Korea or whatever. There's a lot of stuff that's really interesting. And now when we start getting into the Pokemon stuff where there's different like dimensions and different continuities and whatever, I think the war theory makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it's crazy to think that like this kind of stuff would happen when, like, well, like when when I was a kid, when you guys were in high school, college, that kind of stuff, like that. That it was like the only thing you could be talking about was just how would you catch Pika Blue, or whatever. And now it's just kind of like, well, what if there was war in the wartime? Uh, you know? <laughs> it's the weirdest one though, because I get it that there really isn't any dads in the world. Yeah, it's all moms. Like, where the fuck is your dad? Like the only time they really did that was Generation Three, where your um, dad was a fucking weirdo that had a bunch of slackings. Yeah, it did happen. Do you guys ever so, remember in games people had more families and stuff running into guys? But I always thought it was because, oh, your dads were Pokemon trainers too, and they disappeared. All right, I'm just saying they're out the, in the world region. with their own team. Their regions are pretty fucking small. You should have ran into your dad at some point. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I remember playing the game the first time around. I was just like, okay, well, we eventually come across the dad. He's going to, like, help save you from Team Rocket, or he's going to be also, the final gym fly. leader, or something, you know? There ain't no reason he can't be home. Fly. Yeah, fly, surf. <laughs> that fucker's got flash, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't have cut, and there's just, like, a tree blocking his way. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, no, I fucking flew over here, and I didn't have the HM for cut. Now my game's all messed up. But it is weird, though, that it's always that your mom is just kind of by herself, abandoned. Poor mom. I don't think that there's really any other conspiracies or whatever that I've come across that really hold any weight, because there's a lot of stupid uh, ones, but do you guys have any others? It doesn't hold weight, but Lavender Town is easily the biggest for, like, what different things? Well, you know, like, you know about the whole story about some kid killing himself over here in the sound, right? Yeah, in Japan or something like that? So they had to change the like, US version? That. There was some I'm bullshit. just trying to sit here and listen. So there's some bullshit story called, and it's called Lavender Town Syndrome. And it was <laughs> that children were hearing that fucking annoying song. And apparently in Japan, on the original games, it had a different pitch. 
and they had to change the pitch because of the effect it was having on people during the testing. Hmm. I've always thought it was bullshit, as I've never found an ounce of truth about it. But people go, but people being what they are, are going. You know what? I always did feel really weird when that theme came on. Yeah, because this is a weird fucking theme. Yeah, you were mm-hmm. meant to. It was meant to unsettle you. Yeah. There's certain sounds that do that. It's fucking. Ugh. It's not yeah, like I it's uh, it was... hypnotizing, and it actually, you know, you're listening to the Lavender Town theme and just stabbing your family or something. <laughs> yeah, like, it's yeah, I don't think it was I... like that. I don't think it was like the Porygon episode of the cartoon <laughs> yeah. that actually caused people to have physical reactions. Maybe when you got into Lavender Town, it was playing that ding, 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 and just flashing on your screen, and you were just like, oh my god, my life is, like, falling apart. They were saying, played through the original Game Boy Color speakers at the frequency that it was at, and I've played some of the original ROMs of the Japanese versions. Fucking song is exactly the same. It's gotta be on YouTube, right? Anybody ever play that Pokemon Black, I think it was, before it came out, that a different version that was created where it's like you're in hell, basically. I think it was Pokemon Black. Pokemon Black and White were a different generation. Yeah, but I, have I don't, no I don't idea know what which you're one talking you're talking about. No, he's probably on about that ROM that was made. There's yeah. a few ROMs that were made which were like meant to be all fucked up and dark. Like a homebrew kind of a game or what? Um, you know ROM hacking, right? Right. Yeah, essentially it was that, but people thought they were legitimate games because ROM hacking wasn't as popular back then. Uh, I got you. It was called Pokemon Black because this was before Pokemon Black and White. Hmm. And uh, yeah, it was like you you wake up and you're like a ghost or something, and like the game kind of like shuts off, and it's one of those kind of like creepy pasta sort of things. Hmm. But that's no. you know people are taking those into the craziest way. There's so many fake Pokemon out there now because you can pass things around on like DeviantArt or whatever like that. So you can't buy mm. into like anything anymore. But it is kind of fun to, to think that there's been so many different conspiracies, like uh, the Genesect and Kabutops, that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I came across one the other day that was kind of bringing up a, an alternative to that, which was that Genesect was the evolution of Parasect. And it made a lot of really good points. Hmm. So people are really getting heavy into that kind of shit now, and it's just kind of crazy. Uh Jiro, from your perspective, since you're a little bit younger than the rest of us here, were you running across a lot of these before uh, when you were a kid, or was that already, like, a lot of them had already been disproven? A lot of them, the thing is, like I said, a lot of the people that was into Pokemon, they were all my age. Internet was really a weird thing at that point, and I didn't really hear a lot of these things until I got past that stage where I wanted to play Pokemon all the time. I didn't hear a lot of these stuff until I got into middle school-ish, because I just didn't get on the internet that much until I was in middle school. Though, the Lavender Town thing I actually heard a lot before then, and and honestly, I thought that they, that's this one that was disproven. The one that I did hear, though, and I know we already talked about it, but the truck one that we've already discussed, that's the one that always haunts me to this day because I only threw my Game Boy once, intentionally, and that was when I was trying to move that truck to get view, and that never fucking happened. That that thing really (laughs) pisses me off because I don't get my meal. I don't get anything else. My issue is, why even make a sprite? 
why even make the sprite of a truck if you're not gonna because mm. it, it's not there for anyone to see unless they go through a lot of work and there's not a goddamn upside to doing it yeah just replace it with extra other bullshit from the ground around it maybe just maybe they put that there and then they were gonna add something there and they just forgot about it maybe I mean there are mm. situations like old games like Goldeneye they had a fourth tower on the dam level and they were gonna have that be an objective and eventually they were just like oh this is the first fucking level we've got enough so it could have <laughs> been something like that it could have been like you can go back to the SSN and you can surf over there and you get like I don't know maybe a, a rare candy or something hmm or maybe the people who made it didn't know how popular it was going to be, and they were just putting bullshit in because they wanted to. It could be. Yeah. They're like, nobody's going to care you, about this fucking Kangaskhan thing. Or let, let's and, just make this joke. Let's, you know. Yeah, and maybe the, it was some kind of inside joke. I have no idea. Yeah. It could, yeah, it could just be a Easter egg for them. But a, a lot of the stuff that has been disproven over the years, there's not really much I believe in unless there's a video of it. I haven't played Pokemon in a like the original series in a couple years uh, and not since I just went back on my laptop, downloaded a ROM and I just speed ran, ran through it all just because I didn't, because I, it takes forever. I just leveled up all my Pokemon really quickly just by hitting like space and like it speeds everything by 300 and just hit <laughs> enter like a thousand times. Other than that, I don't really play it that much anymore. And I was never really interested in doing all that stuff because all I ever, I, all I ever really wanted to do was play the game. Yeah. So a lot of like the crispy pastas, the rumors that got passed around. I remember on my bus when I was a freshman, like way after, like before I got into playing it again, and it was like kind of cool not to play it at that point a, a little bit. Yeah, there was always the, like the group of kids who will just talk, play it all on the bus. They were, I overheard them talking about it, and I asked about, I forget which one it was, but they were just talking about it, and they explained it to me, and I was just, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> so it's a weird situation. I honestly don't know what to believe anymore. Well, let's transition a little bit to the anime and the movies because we haven't really talked about them all that much. A lot of us got into it because of the anime. I didn't know I was watching the anime around the time that I started and Kaylin, you said that you were as well. Mm-hmm. That anime is frustrating as fuck to watch now because I was watching that more recent episode and... Something as simple as the, uh, who's that Pokemon? You know, they were like, well, this is Klefki, and Klefki does this, and Klefki does that. Cut to a commercial. Who's that Pokemon? And my my niece is, you know, seven, eight. She's just like, ah, uh, it's whatever. And I'm like, it's fucking Klefki. Like, <laughs> he just, like, showed Klefki like eight fucking times. Then it comes back, it's Klefki. And it's like, yeah, no shit. So... It was usually the Pokemon that the episode was about. Exactly, yeah. yeah. If you're going to do a whole episode about Executor, it's going to be Executor. It's not going to be like, uh-oh, that was Golbat. Like, it's just... Or that, that uh, thing of, it's Pikachu, or Jigglypuff scene from above, or whatever. But oh, so much stuff about that anime is so weird. I mean, they've had... Anime in general, I think, is weird. I'm not too much into it. But just the idea behind, like, you show Ho-Oh at the beginning... And you're immediately like, well, what the hell? And they've got Arcanine, it's a legendary type, and a giant Dragonite, and characters that aren't the same. You're walking around with Misty and Brock, even though they're supposed to be gym leaders. Like, insanity when you think about the anime. I stopped watching it after the, I think it was the Johto series. Yeah, Johto ones. Um, 
and it pissed me off that there was the Orange Islands because that wasn't in the game, and that was like, well, maybe that's where you find all these fucking like peak blue and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> they got to be off of Cinnabar, right? You know that kind of thing. But what do you guys think about the anime? Any like special memories that you guys have or hmm. different? Well, things? that's what got me into it. You know, I was hanging Why out. Put a free. And yeah, it's, oh, oh man, that was a heartbreaking one. Ash is a that fucking one. dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and he always shall be a ten-year-old dipshit. Oh, uh, you know what else you could do, Ash? Keep both the butterflies. Right. Yeah. Fucking dipshit. Given what your fucking Charizard for, it's the best thing you have in your team. Yeah, I don't know why he ever stored he, that. He never gave it up. He it's, just let it stay there. Yeah, it's living with Professor Oak, right? No, it's no, at the volcano. It? Oh yeah, and that's every right. Every now yep. and then he'll okay, come back and help Charizard him out. Okay, when Charizard gets fun out of burning you, mm-hmm. you leave it on a fucking island. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, the cartoon is what got me into it. You know, I knew the video game existed. I knew the cards were a thing, but I started watching the cartoon and started watching it and I loved it and I got hooked. And then I'm like, oh, well, let me investigate this a little more. So I got the game. Then I started collecting the cards, but it was definitely the cartoon. And that's why I love Bulbasaur because of that whole episode where, you know, all the Bulbasaurs, the blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to do that. But, uh, yeah, he was. Bulbasaur. <laughs> It's his personality in the cartoon that made me love him so much. So, yeah, I, I love the cartoons. And then, you know, went and saw the movie, the first movie and stuff. You're going to like Bulbasaur for his personality in the cartoons, but you're not going to get down with uh, the Squirtle Squad? Oh, I love the Squirtle Squad. So much better. Wow. Yeah, glasses, man. <laughs> yeah, the, the glasses were pretty cool. It was a shit. Just the same as Like, one. yo, I know I just destroyed all your shit, but I'm going to hug you now and you're going to take it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry for starving you. Be my friend. Wago, anything stand out to you from the uh, the anime or the movies? Okay, other than Bye Bye Butterfree, not too much. I was like, <laughs> here's the thing. I know you hate Digimon, but as a TV series, Digimon kicked the shit out of Pokemon. Um, oh, yeah. As a video game, though, Digimon's always sucked. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, so when it comes down to it, the anime, I don't have too many fun memories. There have been, like, certain episodes where I've been like, okay, that was pretty badass. Um, But if I had to say one, it was when Gary went up against Giovanni, and he had Mewtwo all in the armor. Mm-hmm. And he kicked the shit out of both Gary's King and his Arcanine with uh, Mewtwo mm-hmm. at once. And you're just kind of like, oh, fuck. I'm like, right. Um, that's Gary. That's yep. ten. He has a Corvette <laughs> and doesn't cheerleaders. Happen. That doesn't happen to Gary. <laughs> Drew, any special memories from the anime or the movies? Hmm. You remember that one time Ash turned into stone? <laughs> I think that, that I think that was the only time I might have shed a tear, other than when I dropped my Game Boy and it br- and it just turned off. So that I um... actually shed a tear. I have a big issue with that movie. Um, Is it that he died? Not at all. It's the fact that if you, when this originally aired in the cinemas, they cut the first 15 minutes. Mm. The first 15 minutes were showed um, Mewtwo as a child being cloned in his own little psychic world, along with a bunch of other psychic Pokemon and, well, Pokemon that was, what's, like, communicating to each other via psychic powers on there we go, telepathy. Along with a little girl who some scientist was trying to basically revive his daughter. And it was this whole cool thing that basically 
explain the theory of Pokemon Tears bringing back life. Well, that wasn't in the cinematic release for at least for us. So mm. when Ash got brought back to life by these by these tears, I'm like, that makes no fucking <laughs> sense. <laughs> what? Why is he? Why is he alive now? No, it's the tears of the kids all, bringing and back then I to watched life. It all those years later, with the full um, beginning and added to it, I'm like, now you see, that's heartbreaking. It makes sense. Hmm. <laughs> now, see, as a kid, it makes sense. Like, oh man, it, the tears that these Pokemon bring him back from being stone. Ah, oh, if it's yeah, a it makes feel sense good moment. Until Grandma fucking hits the floor, dies, and your tears do nothing. this <laughs> <laughs> is a feel good moment. I understand why they would do something like that. And maybe they just didn't think that the kids would understand that. That would be my guess. Now I'm just imagining these kids after watching the movie where they actually do have, like, they come across their grandmother on the floor having a stroke or something, and they're just kind of like, that's okay, I'll cry on her and it'll make it better. Mom? (laughs) Mom? I was so excited to see that first movie because after watching the cartoons for a while and, and I just looked it up, it came out in November of 99 here in the States. And they gave you that Mew I, card, you know? Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, did you guys remember what you got? You got the ancient Mew card, mm-hmm. which I thought, actually, was so coveted. Mew card, I thought, came with the second movie. Am I wrong? Uh, I think it was the first one. Because um, in the second movie, the main villain, who's, his whole shtick is that he collects rare Pokemon and rare things, he actually, uh, when after his plans are all thwarted, he pulls a card out, and it's the ancient Mew card, and he goes, it all started with this. <laughs> Isn't that Pokemon 2000? Mm-hmm. It's a good oh, movie. Okay. It was, it was oh, I like that one. Okay. <laughs> See, I actually I... liked uh, the line they used on that. Uh, basically, they were saying the whole world was going to turn to Ash. Mm-hmm. But they meant Ash Ketchum. And I'm like, ah. You see what they did there? Puns. That's actually clever. One thing that did annoy me, though, when I saw the first movie, we went, Angie and I went and saw the first Pokemon movie. And I went to the very first showing, the very first day it opened. I went on opening day and, you know, I was at the time 22 and I was by far the oldest person there without a kid. You had me. Uh, well, yes, you, we, we were on a date at the Pokemon movie. So romantic. And it was very romantic. And so we're watching and you remember before the movie, before the actual movie started, they do the shorts. There was the I think it was called Pikachu's Vacation was the first one. Or was it the one where you spent all the Pichus? No, the features were uh, later. Yeah, that was later. But anyways, you see all the Pokemon, you know, you see the different ones on screen for the first time. And I was so annoyed that all the kids were like, oh, Clefairy! Oh, God. <laughs> this, as soon as a Pokemon showed up on screen, like 150 kids all said the name. It's like, come on, guys, shut up. I'm trying to watch a fucking movie here, kids. Come on. Jeez. I was that old, grumpy old man in the theater. Old and cynical <laughs> Kalen Ferris. That's right. Jeez. You're showing your age right now. I, Congratulations. Totally. You know what you should have done? You should have started going, it's, but say the wrong name for the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jigglypuff pops up on screen and you're just like, it's Tangela. <laughs> so I started doing along with him, but I was like doing it really overly loud and really sarcastically. You're an asshole. Ooh, Abra. <laughs> I'm glad I don't remember that. I'm very Yeah, glad. I was kind of a jerk. <laughs> you a jerk I know right so I want to do something a little bit weird here uh, I want to do a random number generator and just see what our thoughts are about whatever the hell the Pokemon is that it ends up being so we have oh, shit. 722 Pokemon here 
And I'm going to do ra just random.org. Do it that way. And let's see. I'm coming up with 523. What's 523? Zebstrika. An electric Aww. zebra Pokemon. And that's the second form. So, yeah, that's the badass yep. version. Um, I like I... that one. I liked them. I remember them being useful to me. And of course I loved them to death because I love horses and unicorns. I like the contrast as opposed to being like mainly white with uh, black stripes on it to being mainly black with white stripes. And I like how the white down its mane, it went all the way down and formed a tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, it's weird having a physical electric Pokemon. So, not bad. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 484 is the next one I got. That is... Palkia. Oh, man, now we're talking. So why is it Water Dragon if it can control space? Or is that the one that controls time? I can forget. I get the space. Mix. Spatial Pokemon. Yeah, so what's with the, the Water Dragon type? Shouldn't it be, like, psychic? Tony, you're yeah. asking too many questions. <laughs> what, the conspiracy people are going to come get me? Yep. For that matter, shouldn't water... Like, water dragon or water flying or whatever, shouldn't that be Lugia? Yeah. yeah. Instead of that one being psychic? Come on, bro. Yeah, I never understood why they had uh, Lugia psychic, especially when it was the guardian of the sea. Right. Yeah, so fuck you, Palkia. <laughs> bad design too that's where they started getting where they they just seemed really odd to me like generic Actually, dragon Pal Palkia is my probably most hated legendary I think it's just dumb mm -hmm. yeah I didn't find any use for them not a big fan of him so you got 105 that is Marowak yeah we talked about Marowak let's go to another number here 683 which is Aromatisse. Aromatisse. No idea what the hell that is. Nope. <laughs> nope. Generic fairy type. Let's move on. 139 is... Omastar. Omastar, the first out of the fossil ones that I had gotten. I thought that he looked cooler than Kabuto and Kabutops. Oh, praise the Helix fossil. <laughs> yeah. how... I love that they had fossils. How great was that uh, the internet plays? Their Twitch plays? Twitch plays Pokemon is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen because so many people came together and they actually beat the game. Yeah, I it's weird it. how much they've accomplished. They've beaten almost, I think, several of the games, haven't they? Last time I saw them, they were doing the trading card game. And, the and first, I think they beat that one too. The first team that they ended up with at the end of the game wasn't bad. What, do you remember what was on it? So I know they had Zapdos. I was actually, actually, I've got the team up right now. So bear with me. So it had the Lord Helix Fossil Armonite, <laughs> the Messiah Bird Jesus, who was Pidgeot. <laughs> uh, they had Zapdos, they had Nidoking, Lapras, and Venomoth. And were they named A-A-A-A-A-A? So Armonite had its name. Uh, Bird Jesus um, Bird was Jesus. named Abajus. Uh, <laughs> Zapdos was named Adju. Um, yeah, uh, Nidoking was A. Um, Lapras, <laughs> Lapras was air. The Venomoth was atv. <laughs> Better nicknames than I would have came up with. 
so cool though that they were able to do that. Uh, yeah, I think that's really cool that somebody set that up. Did the random generator again? I got fifty three, which is Persian, one of the worst names for any Pokemon. Didn't try at all. I think the only thing worse than that is Seal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the breed bad. of cat. Ugh. Persian, such a dumb thing. But that actually reminds me of a Pokemon that I wanted to bring up here. That it seems like either people love it or hate it. The Vanillaite, Vanillux, those ones, the ice cream Ugh. ones. Ugh. Oh. I love those little dudes. They're fucking ice cream. I, I loved them, but I never understood them. Oh, I don't understand it at all either. But it's, yeah, it's that's a, the thing. A two-tone cone ice cream thing. like. I thought it was so stupid, so silly that it was cute. And I loved them. Are there any other ones that you guys think are like underrated or you know you like them even though they're ridiculously dumb like are you a big Slowbro fan or whatever well, one of my favorite pokemon which typically isn't like is togekiss oh i hate togekiss, togekiss. ever st- ever since i started using togekiss in uh, the Sinnoh region i was like oh shit this thing's a beast um it's got uh, serene grace was its ability and it just causes everything to like be affected by ailments more so you'd use a flinch move or a paralyzing move and they'd be fucked it'd affect them so badly and they'd be able to do nothing i sweeped the entire team of legendaries with that thing mm. one that i'm not a fan of is trubbish i think we're gonna say don fan. oh fucking hell he's a hell, garbage like, bag like come don on fan. oh don fan's great <laughs> especially how it spins in the anime i love that thing don fan's cool yeah garbage pokemon it makes sense to me I'm not too uh, against it. Yeah, he is a garbage Pokemon. <laughs> I always liked Delibird. Oh, he was cool. The dude's the little Santa Claus bird. The penguin. Yeah. Like You know, out of all the Pokemon that I totally ate, Delibird's up there. <laughs> I'm like, I bet you taste awesome. Did everybody else fall victim to the idea that Steelix was going to be that Crystal Onyx? Mm. No. no. Oh, I totally bought into that crap when I was a kid. So I was disappointed was, when Steelix wasn't some kind of crystal Crystal Onyx was so dumb. It was, in retrospect, but it was still like, there's a crystal Onyx? What? Delibird's fucking awesome. Drew, is there any that stand out to you as like uh, something really cool that everybody else hates or whatever? Mm. I can see you being a big fan of like Giraffarig. Giraffarig. Or maybe Wobbuffet. <laughs> Wobbuffet. Wobbuffet. It's close to the uh, Jabba, the hut. If you want to consider that for anything, I like Vulpix. Vulpix is pretty fucking adorable. Well, actually, a lot of people like Vulpix. If uh, if you look at my uh, thing on Skype, you'll see it's a uh, Vulpix. Uh, is that Lama. what we were looking at there? Yeah. 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 So you're gonna tell us really slow and some weird cadence. <laughs> All I'm saying <laughs> is Vulpix is my favorite. Love that motherfucker. It's always my go-to whenever I play Pokemon Stadium. Just saying, Vulpix kicks ass. I'm a big fan of Garchomp. I like that line. Just because no, it's Garchomp? Because yeah. he kicks ass. Because yeah. he's really good to use. Hey, Tony, you know what my favorite Pokemon is? Vulpix? No. <laughs> it's actually Ditto. You want to know why? Because it's essentially the Kirby of Super Smash Bros. <laughs> so my favorite Pokemon's Vulpix? You want to know what my favorite Pokemon is? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Ditto that turns into a Vulpix. <laughs> I've already wanted to really say that, but you guys would kick me off, so I decided not to. <laughs> we might do that anyway. Easily one of my favorites of all time is Snorlax. I think he's underrated, too. Not only is he good, 
but he's a giant fucking sleeping bear thing. He's cute. I do like him, yeah. I remember but in... was it you used Snorlax and Ratatat? What What's was that? Oh, one of the, the teams? Game, the battle strategy. Oh, I had a few different strategies. But didn't you you put those two together? Then you had uh I don't Gosh, know. I don't know. I'd have to check out my yeah. team. It's been a while. I know. One so of there's was a really good using toxic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a good way of using Snorlax in battle. Yeah, just a stall team, just to run yeah, them out of their a good PP. stall team, like belly drum and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This is uh, there's a kid in my elementary school. We called him Snorlax because he was fat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get for being a fat ass, fat ass. <laughs> hey, it's not my fault. Okay, could have lost oh, weight. But... He chose not to. <laughs> All right, so. uh now that we know so, that Drew's a jerk, what do you want to talk about? Salamence, as you said. Yeah. Angie likes Salamence, she says. I like Salamence. Salamence is pretty beasty. Stormy. Stormy is fucking awesome. Dude, dude Stormy was so tough. With, mm-hmm. uh, Still is. Misty. Fucking Stormy's powerful. I mean, it's got great coverage with Psychic and Water. It can learn Thunderbolt. Um, it's got Rapid Spin, so it can stop any, like... Um, spikes and that type of thing so um, it's a bit of a glass cannon but it's fucking awesome what was one you were saying that you were using to battle a lot Wago was it Togekiss yeah Togekiss Togekiss and is the man what was the strategy on that I forget I already told you it but uh, Serene Grace <laughs> I know but I couldn't remember I'm sorry there's 722 of them wow you're old so we understand Serene Grace you use Serene Grace it makes like um, paralyzed Paralysis and flinching worse, so you pretty oh. much can take out anything. So one of the other random topics I wanted to bring up here, Clefairy was supposed to be really the kind of mascot before Pikachu. Weird Thank or it doesn't God make sense. We got Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, God. that doesn't make any sense. Yep. It is yeah, I read about that and there is a spin off where manga where there's a talking Clefairy that's uh which is Red's Pokemon. And if I remember correctly, the first Pokemon that they designed was Rhydon. Maybe Rhyhorn. I think it was Rhyhorn, but you might be Rhydon. Which is weird for me to think that, like, that's the first one. Not Bulbasaur, you know? Rhydon. <laughs> you know, what if the first one was Ditto, and they just, hey, Ditto could just turn into every Pokemon. So they just use that idea. Like, hey, they could turn into this when they. Well, how can it be up. the first Pokemon that turns into all the other Pokemon if there's no other Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking out your ass. <laughs> we'll see. So who came is... first, the Blaziken, the Blaziken, or the Execute? Oh, <laughs> uh, never mind. Uh, another random topic: Is Jinx racist? Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. It's purple now. Well, they they totally ah. changed it because of that, right? It has to be. Jinx isn't racist. That was that look is based off um, a certain fashion style in Japan, and that fashion style is actually considered to look more American. Mm-hmm. So, so what you're saying is that fashion style is racist. It's not racist. It's still look American, <laughs> not black. Yeah, I I never thought it was racist. They never meant for it to be racist. It's just that thing where people put their panties in the wad for sake of uh, Tony. Do not say ah. Uh, they didn't were like they weren't just like hey. Let's be really racist. No, right I don't now. think that they were being racist. But right off the bat, I was just kind of like, this is 
It's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> I never looked at it like that, though. No, Maybe I, was I just never too did young either. and naive. And even when I grew up and got older, and they like told the difference and every, all the controversy surrounding it just passed, it was just kind of like, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's not. <laughs> it's a much better idea that they made it purple. So it doesn't seem like that. But when I originally had the blackface thing going on, I was just kind of like, this is really kind of pushing this. Even, I think the purple face one looks better anyways. Yeah, it does. I, I was just reading uh, here. Pokemon, some people... I think Pokemon should sue anyway. Nicki Minaj totally ripped off. Jinx. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, I, I was reading something here. Some people compared Jinx to Mr. Popo on Dragon Ball. I could see that. Hold on, I think, I think uh, on Dragon I think Ball Abridged, uh, they have Mr. Popo bang Jinx. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Popo's way more offensive, I would say. Well, four kids, when they got a hold of Dragon Ball, they made Mr. Popo blue. There's got to be some all... kind of Mr. Popo Pokemon. And they also changed Mr. Satan to Hercule, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Is it weird that Mr. Mime can be female? No. Well, shouldn't it be Mrs. Mime? Yeah. Or at least Ms. Mime? Ms. Mime. Yeah. You know what annoys me? Having Nidoran for male and Nidoran female. You could have just altered that shit when you brought genders in. Right. Exactly. That was something that I didn't like. And I was like, oh, they're going to introduce genders in the next one. It's like, wait, I thought they already had them. I guess the main reason why is because they would change the numbering. Fuck it. Change the numbering. They could have updated that when they changed everything uh, Mm. with the typing. I'll tell you what. If you want to balance it out, just make it to where we have three versions of the Dodrio kind of thing. Because it doesn't make any sense to have Doduo and Dodrio and not have, like, one with one head. Or the Doug Trio. Exactly. I was going to bring up Doug Trio, too. Diglett and then just three of them? And you have Magnemite and then you have three with Magneton? So what does Diglett look like under there? <laughs> we'll never know. Arceus. But I've seen a lot of funny <laughs> pictures. Yeah, I've seen the pictures where it's just like some really buff dude underground. I hope he's totally fucking like hung majorly. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of random ass uh, theories when it comes to that. I hope that we never find out. I think that's one of the ones that we can keep speculative. I think it's I think it's meant to be like a mole, so it's probably just got some big ass claws it borrows with. It's got to have claws. It can learn scratch. Yeah, that's true. Because it's not digging with just its head. Maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> so the last topic I want to bring up here is just the, something that we talked a little bit about before, but uh, if there's anything else that we need to go with this, it's the idea that is Pokemon too complex now? You've got so many more Pokemon. You've got these ideas. We went from as basic as it was in the first generation to the second one. We had like the night and day system, and you had the calling system. You can attach items and whatever, and it was pretty easy to get involved into it. But now we've got EV training, breeding to, for certain things. You've got uh, special moves. You've got just, like, there's so many variations now. I couldn't possibly ever plan out, like, I an actual strategy. actually think that's the reason for partially its downfall. Obviously, it couldn't, rem- it couldn't keep that buzz around it for as long as it had it. They beginning of its run but pokemon as it's got more advanced has become less inviting for new players before what? any anybody in the grandma could play pokemon it was pretty much just a game of rock paper scissors but a little more advanced now there's a whole other world to it and don't get me wrong i don't dislike it i like um 
because honestly, the original games are probably bore me now. I like all the bells and whistles, but it's definitely a little more daunting to new people. It's what definitely. Was the last, I'm sorry. Uh, what was the last game you played? I still play all the Pokemon games. I think some of the new stuff. There is no beating the game. You play what you want to play, and anyone can play that. There are so many things very small children could do on that. Yeah, I, th I think the new games have added a lot of stuff, but I think most of that is should be considered optional. I think that's for the hardcore players to get more replay value out of it. If you wanted to play the new games like the original ones, you could. But then there's also all the other bonus stuff you can do with your Pokemon at, you know, after the fact or during. Like, I was never really into getting the like the ribbons and the contests and all that uh -huh. stuff. I, was, I, I didn't thought really it was care all about dumb. that. Yeah, that was actually yeah. hate. Was. As far as X... You said, you said what was the last game I played, and it was X and Y, and I've got to say, worst story that any of the games have had. Oh, I'm sure. Fucking terrible. Why isn't Team Rocket still around, goddammit? I don't like this I was going to bring up okay, They've Rocket been before, defeated yeah. twice. You'd think they'd give up. Then again, um, if you get the downloadable uh, content for Heart Gold and Soul Silver, Giovanni's still out there. Because he's uh, Silver's dad, right? Yep. Did you guys ever get sick of Team Rocket in the cartoon? Oh, God, yeah. That's every fucking episode is just... I liked, Not me. I, I when, never got tired of it. I liked when the other two showed up. Though, again. Was it like Butch and Cassidy? Butch and Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah, the, yeah, the two yeah. badasses that could actually get shit done. Yeah, but yeah. they were derpy as fuck, too. How old were you guys when you realized that Jesse and James were named because of Jesse James? Pretty early oh. on, actually. Yeah, okay, I actually good. caught on to that pretty early. And their Japanese counterparts are named after um, two famous samurais that had a rivalry. Uh, Kojiro, Sasuke, and Musashi Miyamoto. That, that I did not know, but I, I knew the Jesse James thing right away. And I, you know, every so often I'll see people posting on the internet like, oh my God, this stuff you never realized when you were a kid. And I'm like, really? You never realized it? I just never got why Meowth could talk. Well, they do a whole episode on that. And it's yeah. mm -hmm. really fucking sad. Yeah, he yes, tries to is. like uh, impress another Meowth uh, or something, right? Wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that has, a tra that has a trainer. So he's like, oh, I've got humans. I don't need you. So he tried to humanize himself. Mm -hmm. Fucking probably is gonna be in a lifetime of pain from forcing itself to walk on two feet. <laughs> Can't like it doesn't know moves anymore because it learned it all on speech. It's like the most useless, decrepit Pokemon now. <laughs> meow. That's right. <laughs> meow. My life's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least it knows how it can make money with payday. That's true. No, it doesn't. That one doesn't. That one's fucking retarded. It didn't know how to do it. There was an entire episode where this clan wanted Meowth to get, um, give it money, so they had to... James threw out his bottle cap collection to rescue Meowth, so they thought it was coins. Well, he can scratch, at least. We know that. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, man. It's just yeah, going to be the like same the kind of thing. Use, as, uh... Most useless Meowth ever. It might be one of the most useless Pokemon ever. Payday was the only thing it was good for. Yeah, just can't even do that. Mm -hmm. That same thing that was saying, like, things you didn't realize when you were a kid, did it also have the whole Ekans and Snake thing? Yeah, yeah, uh, Ekans back. Oh my god. It's like, what? Yeah, right. Oh, look spelt backwards. <laughs> although, although the one that it did take me several years to figure out or, or hear, the, the Articuno... Zapdos yeah. and Mole Trace, the Uno Dos Trace. That I didn't catch on nearly as early as I should, and it pissed me off afterwards. Like, if yeah. Lugia oh. would have been in that game, it would have been Luquatro. Yep. 
it still would have been water uh should have been water flying but it's weird to think that 20 years have gone by Pokemon's still around kids still love it and people that are older like us can still be like oh man I want that fucking Charmander or something <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> So let's wrap this up a little bit here. Any other memories you guys want to touch on? Drew, I'm going to start off with you first. I remember a long time ago, I heard some of the greatest jokes when it comes to Pokemon, but I can't remember them anymore. But really, the legacy of Pokemon will go down as this. Card games, card game kind of sucked. Unless my name is Jester. <laughs> Anime and the video games are pretty fucking amazing. Really, it's hands down like that. Angie, anything else you want to bring up? I was always OCD about collecting them and caring for them. And I have kept so many of my Pokemon for so long, spending hours getting them on to the next game. And I plan on still doing that. If they're going to make another game, I'm going to get the other game. Were you the type that you would feel bad if they fainted and you didn't heal them? too quick it depended on which one <laughs> sometimes i would put one out there just to take it <laughs> just to faint while i save the other one that i cared about you're like i'll sacrifice metapod <laughs> you're like well this one can faint why i use a potion on this one <laughs> exactly god remember how awful it would be if you were metapod or kakuna fighting another metapod or kakuna Mm-hmm. The hardened String battles. Shot. Oh, String like, shot. like I said, I've had a Mew for 16 years. I've never put him in battle once. But he does have that one really nice ribbon. Yes, I gave him. him all the ribbons. I gave him the most expensive ribbon <laughs> in the world. Somebody's favorite. <laughs> Kaylin, any other topics? Wow. Um, I think we covered a lot of it. I'm sure after we end this podcast, I'll think of yeah. a thousand things. Somebody will just be but, like, oh, yeah, the Magmar thing. And we'll be like, fuck. Oh, yeah. No, but, you know, as far as the video games, I still think the video games are fun. I haven't played through X or Y. Uh, so I'm, you know, I'm a generation behind here. But as far as the card game, you know, I stopped playing that after a couple of, you know, decks in there. Still think it's fun, but I think they kind of ruined it when they made everything too dependent on coin flips they changed because people were... yeah the people were building you know people like me were playing the game and building these decks that could go and kick ass so they're like no we have to make everything based on a coin flip so that kind of took some of the fun out of it and i kind of got disinterested mm-hmm. when those were no longer allowed as far as the cartoon goes you know love the cartoons from the beginning once it yeah once the orange islands thing started i thought it was kind of weird and then they did you know they're still making them but I don't watch any of the new ones. They're cute, but have absolutely nothing to do with the games. Yeah, I'm definitely interested. You guys have seen this, uh, what's it called? The Pokken Tournament game that's coming out. Uh, Pokken Tournament that's going to be released for Wii U. It's a yeah. fighting game. Look it up and it shall be for another podcast. Yeah, I thought that one was cool. So uh, all in all, I think it's a great franchise. They've done great things. And who knows where they're going to take it in the future. And just from talking about this, I thought of two more questions I'm going to do as the, at the end here. But Wago, any other topics you want to bring up? Well, for me, Pokemon and pro wrestling have always been there for me as a kid, and they're still there for me now. Sometimes they piss me off. Sometimes they make me laugh. 
Sometimes they make me want to shoot myself in the face. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, all in all, it's always going to be a big part of my life, and nothing can take away the memories of me at f such a young age hanging out with all my friends on my street, and the one thing that brought us all together was pro wrestling and Pokemon. Mm. So. That's cool. So, one, one of my last questions here. What was your favorite thing to name the rival? I always liked calling him douchebag. Oh. I actually liked Gary, so I ended up calling him Gary. Uh, but initially, I think it was Dick Fart. <laughs> Gosh, I'm trying to remember. I think most of the time, I, ass I hat was one of them. Yeah, I think I think just jerk. I think I called him jerk. Geez, you're like the least cool guy ever. I used you just to... called him jerk. Meanie guy. <laughs> Before I like before me and Meaning. my brother got on well, I used to call him Philip because I fucking hated my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I just beat you in this game, Philip. You jerk. Especially Philip because he hated being called Philip. Did you put your character's <laughs> name as Terrence? Should have. <laughs> you you just lost in the game, Terrence. I sure did, fella. <laughs> it would go with Dick Fart, right? <laughs> Very last question I want to ask here. A lot of rumors going around that we're going to get some kind of uh, announcement for a new generation or a new Pokemon game that's out there. Maybe a like sort of like a remix, reversion of something else like Pokemon Z, and maybe another yellow since we had fire red and leaf green, have like lightning yellow or whatever like that. What are some generation ideas that you guys would like to see them implement in the future? I mean, I know we all could say some kind of an MMO. And we could all say, like, some kind of game where you can play all the regions and stuff. But just, if you're going to name a two set, we've had black and white, X and Y. We've had, you know, gems. We've had colors. What would you go with? Anybody have any ideas? I just, ex I still sort of expect there to be some kind of Z. I think Z has been announced. Um, I think they're just being very slow on the release. So I'm hoping for some big updates. Uh but as far as, like, I think now that they've gone as far as they have, I want them to hit 1,000 Pokemon. Yeah, and the I 1, think that would be Pokemon, really neat. And the 1,000 Pokemon can be the Millennium Pokemon, and it'll be Chris Jericho. They <laughs> <laughs> can do the countdown in the game. Like, when you're evolving, it can do the 10, 9, <laughs> Oh, way to tie it together, guys. <laughs> you want to know what I'm waiting for? Chris Jericho? <laughs> yeah. But to be for real, I'm just waiting for Pokemon Snap 2. Oh, man. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. I will play the shit out of that. Hell yeah. Bum, 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 I'm so disappointed. I thought <laughs> Pokemon <laughs> Snap had some great content, and then when I played it as an adult and beat it in like a couple hours, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I, re I rented that. That was not one I ever wanted to buy. I rented it and beat it, so beat it in an cute, evening. Though. I, I liked mom, it. My mom got it from a pawn shop. That's what you. That's how I got all my Nintendo 64 games. Wonderful. My mom just got all the good yeah, from a pawn shop. So that one was actually a lot of fun. The wonderful thing was really fucking annoying, too. I just hey, like I throwing I just like throwing shit at Psyduck. That was the funnest <laughs> thing about that game. Hey, I almost got Lapras in the shot. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like oh it's an eyeball slightly that's great new high school hey, so it's a picture of that 
I've always enjoyed the Pokemon Stadium game, so just like some type of finding type of game I would really enjoy. But you already kind of said that they were going to have a tournament type of thing. Pokemon Stadium was really one of my favorite things about the Pokemon series. Just because it was just an easy thing. You have friends over, you just put on. Everyone can like connect their their own game into the system, and you can battle each other's Pokemons via that. And you can play the normal Game Boy game on there with the, the extra speed yeah. so you can get shit done faster. Yeah. Like, it was just... It's fucked. Nintendo 64 is actually pretty useful for that. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had mentioned be, be, uh, just a second ago, Tony, about the MMO. That would be the thing. They are missing out on so much money. They could have been doing this for years now. Like World of Warcraft, but Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like, you know do you know how many issue? millions of people would want to do that? Do you know what the biggest issue with that is? So... MMOs, typically, all the battle you c- is in the same real time as you. Well, Pokemon battles are turn-based. So how do you do that in an MMO world? I guess you just don't make it turn-based. But then it's not Pokemon anymore. It's a different genre of game. Well, then you just... You can make it turn-based. You just give, you know, certain people a certain amount of time. You get 10 seconds to make your move. I mean, so, that's kind of how you do it on online with the uh, Pokemon Battle Revolution and some of the other like Pokemon Stadium type games that are online. Well, it looked like the I don't know, but I think that's found out. It's a fighting game. Yeah. You don't Yeah, you yeah, or like turns. yeah, like Pokemon Tournament. That's Yeah, but then it stops game. being Pokemon at that point. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not the same. It's just No, fun. it doesn't. It's it's not the classic Pokemon games. It's a just an expansion. Well, in that it. case, Pokemon Snap was nothing like Pokemon. Yeah. That's not a Pokemon game, then. I don't consider it a part of the main Pokemon titles. It's just a it's mild. Dis- it's just a fun distraction. Well, that's who's to say that the MMO, An MMO shouldn't like be a fun distraction, and the MMO needs to be epic. It <laughs> needs to be perfect. Because if they fuck it up, I'll never forgive them. <laughs> Until the next one comes out, and you buy that too. It would yep. be kind of curious, though, yeah. if yeah. you know, because you would be able to personalize what the trainer looks like for sure. But it would be like, what do they limit you down for your starter? Do you get to pick from all the starters? Do you get to pick from even more? Everybody gets a mill tank. (laughs) (laughs) Or do you just... Everybody gets a Magikarp and you have to suffer. Or, like, who's even worse than Magikarp? There's somebody out there that's worse, right? Caterpie? I don't like Feebas. It's probably better, but it's an ugly-looking thing. Yeah, he's pretty bad. But if you stick with it... Yeah, he's pretty cool. Was it Melodic or Milotic or Milotic? Milotic. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, I think that wraps us up for this uh, podcast. So uh, last thing we have to do is just give out some plugs. Drew, anything you want to promote? Well, you can go follow me on Twitter at DrewSafWine. You go to my YouTube, Make Frickin' Duncan, where content... It may not be unanimous, but the content will be up there eventually. And uh, I want to tell you guys one joke before we go. There we go. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm going to get a little close. Not too close, but a little close. So, uh... Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Just fucking do it already. <laughs> <laughs> well, you won't shut up. I was supposed to tell the joke. Okay, so uh, what's, a, what's a low-fat Pokemon? I don't know, Drew. What is a low-fat Pokemon? It's, a, it's Butterfree. I haven't heard that. I like that. Thank you, Drew. You're welcome. I love it. Angie, anything you want to promote? 
Use the best, cutest Pokemon and you will love it forever. That's a good promo. <laughs> Kaylin? Well, first of all, I appreciate you having me here on the Tony panel tonight for a fanboy's annoyance. And if you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Kalen Ferris. And if you'd like to test your knowledge of Pokemon, make sure you check out Sporkle.com. There's all kinds of quizzes. You can test your Poke trivia. S-P-O-R-C-L-E. And way go. I'd like to uh, give a big shout out to Flake. Flake sponsored today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, but yeah, you can check me out at Stephen Wago on the Twitter and generally everywhere. Stephen Wago. All right, guys, bada-bing, bada-bing. from my side of things, just keep following A Mango Tree and Tony Mango and Fanboys Anonymous and Smart Out Moment and all talk show all over the place at all those things on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever the case may be. Pay attention to more information about Pokemon coming to fanboysanonymous.com because if they do announce something, we might be writing up some different articles about that as well. And leave your comments below. Tell us your thoughts on the different topics we talked about today. Who are your favorite Pokemon? What are your funnest memories from the past? What do you think about these uh, conspiracy theories and all that other kind of stuff? And what do you think the future of Pokemon is going to be as well? Hit that thumbs up button. Hit that subscribe button as well. And we'll see you next time, everybody. This meeting is adjourned. Thank you all for listening. I'm Tony Mango, and I'm a fanboy. Adios, everyone.